This is the Better Wealth Podcast with Caleb Williams. Hey everyone, welcome to the Better Wealth Podcast, and this is part two of the EOS. So please do me a favor if you're if you're just watching this or listening to this for the first time, go back to part one because we as a company are going to get a grip on our business, and this is going to be the biggest thing that we do as a company. Like the reason I shared with you guys before how I'm going to cut out a lot of good things and focus on the great is through the process of EOS. And our whole company is taking this entrepreneur operating system and taking it to the next level. And we kind of shared in the first episode how Dan has consumed books by Gina Wickman and and really has led, I mean, who's really going to take our company to the next level. We were talking, it was going to be episode, just one episode, but there's so much stuff that we still want to unpack. And so go back and listen to the first one. We left off on our purpose is to help people seek control. Like we exist to help people take control of their, of their life. And we do that really in helping you be more efficient with your money, with your mindset. But this, everything that we do, the purpose of what we're doing is helping you take back control. And that's why we're on this podcast sharing with you how we're taking back control of our business because it was a disaster and we were doing fine. We were, we, everything was okay, but we just didn't have a good pulse. And that showed up in how we were leading and how we were marketing and our lack of indec- indecisiveness and our lack of execution. And so from purpose, uh, take it from here. Well, from purpose, we're we're headed into the niche. If you've listened to this podcast long enough, you know that our niche is overfunded whole life insurance. We're, I would say, world experts in it, and you know that's what we do better than anybody else. And you know, from that comes our five year target of wanting to insure a million people by twenty twenty five. And you're going to see a lot of overlap in a lot of these pieces because they all fit together. And when, when you get all the pieces of the EOS system humming, it's, it's an incredible thing. And so, you know, from that, it comes to the people. Mm. And what did Jim Collins say? Get the right people on the bus. Get the right people on the bus and the bus can go amazing places. And, you know, this people piece in the EOS process is all about getting the right people in the right seats. You know, the right people are the ones that exhibit the core values that you've decided on as a company. And so the, there's a tool for this called the people analyzer. And we. Yeah. And I, I'm just, I'm sorry. Pay attention to this because this is something that when I actually, and I didn't learn this the first time, I actually read the book and didn't actually understand it until we went through this exercise. And I'm like, wow, I will never make the mistakes that I made early on in our business by just you know, having my friends come on board because I like them. Nothing wrong with them as a friend, but I didn't have a process to figure out who I should be, who we should be building this company with. So people analyzer, take note. The people analyzer, the left side is the right person. And that's, again, all the all about the core values. And so it's listing out your core values. And again, ours are innovative, driven, committed, authentic, healthy, and heart of service. And so we've got all those things on the left-hand side. And on the right-hand side, it's all about the right seat. And it's it's called GWC. Do they get it? Do they want it? And do they have capacity to do it? And on the left-hand side, you have three options. Either you exhibit the core value most of the time, some of the time, or most of the time you do not. And on the right-hand side, it's either yes, you get it, you want it, or you have capacity to do it, or you don't. It's only a yes or no. And there's this idea of the bar and as a company, you can decide what that is, but their suggestion is a combination for the core values on the right person, a combination of yeses, two sometimes, and no no's. 
And on the right side for the right seat is all yeses, no nos. Right. So let's let's use me as an example. Okay, so let's go through our core values. So we would put all of our team, and so let's start with me. So am I innovative? So yes. Am I driven? Yes. Am I committed? Yes. Am I authentic? Now, if it's not like I'm always authentic, it, but if I, if most of the time I show authenticity, that would be a yes. If most of the time, what was it? Maybe like if it's middle of the road, it's a maybe or sometimes. Mm-hmm. And if I'm really not authentic, it would be a no. So in this case, the team was yes. You know, healthy. This is the only thing that I would probably put a sometimes because like I shared with you uh, on this show, like I'm pretty obsessive and sometimes I forget to eat. And sometimes I like I, you know, there's there's things that I do that maybe aren't the most healthy. But overall, I got a yes on this as well because I have a lot of energy and um, we, 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 how do we define healthy? Happy, growth-minded, and fulfilled. Right. So I would say yes to that. And then the lack is hard to service. And that, that is, that is a yes. And, and so we would, now not everyone on our team got all yeses. Some got sometimes. Okay. So we analyzed that. And so for the most part, everyone on our team was a great fit, but that's the process of you going through that. And it's, it's tough, right? Like we, like there's some awkward conversations, but if someone's not, doesn't exhibit these characteristics, does it go as extreme to say like they don't really belong on the I don't think team? it's extreme at all. It's really, you know, it's actually the, the process here is beautiful because you first, first of all, get a baseline and that's what we did with our team. We, we put everybody through this process and they actually analyze themselves first and then allowed the team to, to give, you know, their feedback on that. And it's really, you know, the first time you go through this, it's this idea of like, this is the baseline. And, you know, in the book, Gino calls it the three strike rule. You know, you get there, you get your baseline. If somebody's below the bar, you have a conversation with them, you know, figure out, get to the root of like, let's figure out why uh, you said no for being committed. Let's, Mm. let's find out like, what's the root cause of that. And then let's figure out and build a path to get you to be a yes in that category. And maybe maybe it's just a goal to get into a sometimes at this point. And the goal is to get people above the bar. And the idea of three strikes is that initial conversation, you go back for 30 days and then review again and see if things have changed. If not, or they are still below the bar, some things, maybe some things improved, some things didn't, you give another 30 days. And Gino says, usually by the third strike, uh, the person has realized that they're not a good fit for the company and they end up leaving on their own. And again, the, the big piece that I really want to stress in all of this is, you know, the people that are currently in the business have to understand that it's way bigger than themselves. Yep. And, you know, for everybody from the CEO to the janitor have to have to realize that you're looking at the business from a 30,000 foot view and what's in the best interest of the company and the greater good. Right. Which means if I, if I'm not, if I shouldn't be the CEO of Better Wealth, I need to step down because I'm actually hurting our potential to serve people if I'm not the best fit for this. That's, those are the kind of conversations that may need to be had. And at this point, um, we're, we, we identify that like I should be, but that's, that doesn't give me entitlement for life. Right. And the, and the people analyzer is this idea of utilizing it to not only hire, but review, um, also reward, but also free up people's futures. You know, it's, and again, it's this, you know, for you, it's the beauty is the unemotional piece of it. Like we're just, we're literally, we're putting everybody through this and there's no hiding from it. And that's, that's a big piece of, you know, when, when we go, you know, we're going to a meeting with the team and like, 
hey, Trevor, you were really authentic with this client and, and here's, here's why, you know, or, you know, I love how committed you are to this process. You know, I, you know, the people that are really taking to this and, and this is something I'll, I'll be hundred percent honest with, like before this process, Caleb and I, we would like either read a book or go to a, a conference or something. And we'd get this, what, what I call now the flash in the pan idea of like, this is what we're going to implement in our business. And then we do that thing for about two weeks. Or do that thing for a maybe, month. Maybe, 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 yeah. And and then all of a sudden we're going back into our old ways. Does that sound familiar? You know, I, I'm I'm guessing a lot of you listening to this, it's the same thing. You get this idea, you know, whether it's either personal development or something in your your career or in your business, you get this idea, and then there's no consistency to that. Mm-hmm. And that's that's where you know Gino is really big on this idea of consistent execution. Like there's everything's in place here. You just got to follow the process and and you actually work with it. Right. And it's going to yield amazing results. So let's go to the the get it, want it capacity. So yeah, GWC, do you get it? Do you want it? Do you have capacity to do it? And again, this is all about the right seat. So you could have the right person. They could have all, you know, yeses and, and they exhibit the core values, but they could be in the wrong seat. And we actually had, we encountered this in our, in our team. And it's, it's a tough conversation, but you know what's amazing is after we realized that, after we went through the people analyzer, we found the exact right seat for that person, and they're going to be an amazing asset. Oh, yeah. They already were, but they're, they're really going to thrive in that new role. Well, and, and think about this. You have the right person that's super excited but just is not, not thriving. It's not that they have to go. It's that we have to have the conversation. Are they doing are they in the right seat? Like in the bus analogy. And that's a perfect example is we, we identified that. And, and before that we didn't have anything to measure. And now we, I mean, it's amazing what's Mm -hmm. going on. Yeah. And we have, we've had other people too, like that are part of better wealth that again, exhibit the core values, but their current situation doesn't give them capacity to do what they want to do, you know, at a, a deeper level. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that they they don't belong in the organization. That just means that we got to figure out, like, maybe it's just a timeline thing. You know, maybe it's six months out. Maybe it's a year out. Uh, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. So the the whole people, you know, piece is, is really getting clear on, are they the right people? Are they the, in the right seat? And then the secret sauce to this is the accountability chart. Right. And we'll, let's, let's, end with the accountability chart and rocks because obviously we could we could talk for an hour about this by the way but i think the accountability chart is key and then and then just really how we identify rocks all right so the accountability chart is essentially a, a supercharged org chart you know everybody talks about having an organizational chart but this is really you know if somebody more than one person's accountable for something nobody's accountable and the accountability chart all all stems from this idea of having a visionary in an integrator, and then an integrator that essentially uh, is accountable for all of the leadership team. And so, you know, in, in our specific organization, we have a marketing um, leadership role, we have a sales leadership role, we have an underwriting leadership role, we have then a conglomerate of HR, IT, um, and, you know, just administrative type stuff. And then we have our special ops hitman who is really, you know, going to be tackling special projects and exactly what the role says. And so it's, it's really then, you know, within that, each specific role, each leadership role has, you know, people below it. 
And the big differentiator here is the the visionary is really needs to just focus on a few key things. And that's where once we got this structure in place and we got it done properly and everybody has five specific roles that they are accountable for within their specific function, there's a lot more clarity, which benefits everybody. You know, it you it's hard to go anywhere when you don't have clarity on where yeah. you're going. And they also know who they're accountable to, which is a big piece. And so the, then the rocks come into play with that of each person is accountable for three to seven rocks. Like, then this, this was really tough guys for, for our business to, you know, sit down and figure out in the next 90 days, what is, what, what is actually important? Right. And I shared, I shared with them that we're cutting a lot, cutting a lot of things out that I really want to do, like social media, like YouTube, like, you know, even the dream 100. It's not like they're no, no forever. It's just not, they're not a priority the next 90 days. Right. And it's this idea of a 90 day world where Gino talks about like it's human nature to get all fired up. Like I'm sure a lot of you have had, let's say, a a yearly meeting and you get all fired up for the new year and you've got all these cool objectives and goals for the year. And then, you know, 90 days plus goes by and all of a sudden all that excitement and energy and, and everything that, you know, was driving you somehow just kind of fizzles and They've done a lot of research and realized that you know, humans, it's human nature to essentially get bored every 90 days. And so it just so happens that the 90 day world is meeting with the leadership team every 90 days and getting clarity on what is the most important three to seven things, which again, limiting that was difficult for us. But what, what are the three to seven things that are would massively change your business in the next 90 days? And then it's breaking that down and figuring out who's accountable for what. And then it's on them to figure out like right. how to accomplish that. Right. So this is not like a micromanagement, you lording over someone. It's really super empowering because when you have the right person, when there's clear expectations, when everyone sees what needs to be done, then it's just an accountability meeting. It's just like, listen, are you getting everything done? And if not, what's the, what's the problem? What's, what's getting in the way and how can we address that? But it's everyone's, everyone is, is rowing at the same level and it's been, it's been really great. And, and I mean, Dan has plenty of tons of more notes. We can go, we'll, we'll have updates. Maybe, maybe we can have a quarterly better wealth update, but uh, right hand Dan's going to maybe have to start his own podcast. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> uh, but overall it's been, it's been great. And this is what I'll say. This has been an unemotional way that we're going to run our business and it's not a flash in the pan. We are actually going to do that. So I'm at go get traction. Um, what's the other book that you'd recommend? It's what, what the heck is EOS? Yeah, for, for employees, uh, what the heck is EOS is really a, it's taking the book traction and putting it into more so of a bite-sized, you know, package where it's just, it's an easy read. You could sit down in an hour or two and really get a, just a, an overview of what EOS is. And that's the big thing. It was like, we spent a whole day with the team and me just laying out what EOS is, why it's important and how the team will be part of it. And that's really important for everybody to be on the same page. So when you, you're in a meeting and you say rabbit, you know what that means. And what yeah. that means is we're, we're going off on a rabbit trail and we need to kill it. There's a lot of rabbits that were slaughtered at the first meeting. <laughs> <laughs> 
So overall, guys, I really appreciate you. We're going to have traction. What the heck is EOS and some resources in the show notes below. But then also go to go to the betterwealthpodcast.com and like tell us what your thoughts are. Like the reason we're sharing this with you is we're not just we're not we're documenting. I mean, you can tell that Dan's done a lot of work and has his knowledge um, is just incredible on the subject. And we're really bought into this. But we're going to share with you what things are working for us and what, what things aren't. And this has really been uh, uh, just a huge thing in our business and has helped us get clarity on what we need to focus on. And so until next time, have an incredible rest of your week, weekend. I don't know when you're listening to this, but we'll see you. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. Make sure you press subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. You can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or your favorite podcast player.